Welcome to On Arrival, the Traveler's Podcast. We're your hosts, KT and Jordan. Throughout our 20s, we've lived and traveled all around the world and fell in love with exploring new cultures. Here at On Arrival, we interview some of the world's most eccentric travelers to hear their original and authentic stories. We hope this show inspires you to take your next trip. And that when you land, you have a game plan. On Arrival. Howdy, (laughs) y'all. We just got back from Austin, so we're talking different. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you didn't say that one time in Austin. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so something that we like to do after we take a trip is as soon as we get home, we want to talk about it and give you guys our most recent feelings and suggestions because they're fresh in our mind. So in previous episodes, we did that with St. Petersburg. We also did that with Aruba. And now we're here to do that with Austin and tell you the five reasons why you got to go to Austin. Right. Meow. <laughs> First of all, like I'd like to start by saying that was an awesome trip. I really enjoyed Austin. It was like a, a dope city. Super dope. It was kind of like Ann Arbor, but 10 times the size. Bigger and even cooler, honestly. It was cooler. It was. Sorry, Ann Arbor. But we love Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor is a little bit more homey, I would say. Austin is just, it's just cool. Yeah. And there was a ton of Mexican food, a ton of spicy food, which Jordan loved. You know, I love my spicy food. And that made me happy that just about every meal we had had some spice to it. Mm-hmm. And much better Mexican food in general than Ann Arbor has. No offense. Probably than better than most places. Mm-hmm. But man, we had some really good food. That's one of the, the main thing we did all weekend. And we're going to tell you about it for sure. But it was a fun trip. Just to give you some context, Jordan and I went with another couple, someone that Jordan played basketball with. Shout out to John <laughs> yeah. and Christina. Yes. And his wife. It was a blast. So yeah. Great long weekend destination. We went from Friday to Monday. Great destination for a long weekend. You could probably stretch it longer. Mm-hmm. But And what I like about Austin is it's a great place for bachelor parties, bachelorette so parties. So how many of them did we see? Like every, so everywhere. And then you can also just like make it a couple's getaway. If it's a good place for family, like there's so many things to do and see. So we're going to tell you all about it, but we want to start this off with where to stay. Well, we stayed at the Westin, which was right downtown, the Westin downtown Austin. And our honest review, like you know we do, it was good. Good. Yes. The hotel's nice. The lobby and the restaurant are nice. We actually had a snack at the restaurant. The rooftop is really cool. It was pretty busy, especially like the rooftop on the weekend was like unbelievably busy for being in the middle of a wave of a pandemic. Yeah, it just like screamed COVID. Like there was no room in the pool. And I was surprised. We saw some older people in the pool as well. And yeah. I was just. You like couldn't get in the pool. It was like so many people. That's how tight it was. So it was a little bit like, eh. And I think that guests of the hotel obviously can go to the rooftop pool, but you can also buy wristbands yeah, to go. So yep. it was super packed. And we tried to go on like a Saturday afternoon. Probably wasn't smart on our part, but. Like we got married at a Westin hotel. We stayed at the Westin in the Maldives and we just love Westins in general. I would say this one was nice location wise, but it was a little underwhelming overall. One of the things we didn't really like, and we don't want to be snobs about it, but the service wasn't great. Like 
They told us when we checked in, we're not cleaning rooms every day. If you need it, request it. And one of the things that kind of bothered us was, number one, after our first night, we requested that they clean the room after our second night. And then, so then we ended up requesting again that next morning and then it never got done. And we would ask for simple things like, hey, we don't have any body wash. Can we have some or like water? And it would just never come, but you know, it was good location. So we're going to leave it at that. It was a it was the perfect location if you want to hang out in Austin for sure downtown right off of Sixth Street which is where Party all the City. action is at yeah so it was cool. Some other recommendations that we have for hotels is the Line Hotel and then the W. The, the Line Hotel we stopped in to grab breakfast and yep. a coffee and it was a really cool hotel really cool looking a nice boutique right on the um, river the pool looked really cool. It was by that Congress Bridge in it's the walking right path. Off the, the, the Congress Bridge in the walking path. So you can, at night, you can probably from the hotel see the bats fly out. So that's one thing Austin's famous for is their bats that live under the Congress Bridge. You can watch them fly out at sunset every day. And that's a great place to probably watch it, I would guess. Mm-hmm. And then the taco place that we ate there, we'll mention that a little later, but that was bomb as well. Heck yeah. And their juice was good too. Mm-hmm. But I would say if we were to go back, I'd probably consider the line. One thing I will say about it is there was like a lot of dogs there. It was like the dog hotel. Like everybody walking through the lobby had a dog, Mm -hmm. which we don't hate, but some people might. So worth knowing. Our last recommendation as far as a hotel goes would be the W. The W is always a vibe and it looked really nice. We never actually went there when we were in Austin, but we definitely considered it. I think if you're doing an itinerary that's not very full, I would highly recommend staying at the W because they always have like nice facilities. The pool there looked really great and it always smells good. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, there's a few things I like about the W. Keep in mind, if you stay there, you probably would have to spend a significant amount of time there just because it's not really right downtown. It's kind of off to the side. So Mm -hmm. you're going to have to end up spending time there. So just be prepared for that. And that was ultimately the reason why we didn't end up staying there. Exactly. We have a lot to say about what to see when in Austin. Jordan, start us off. I will say because we had such a busy itinerary, in such a short time, we didn't get to all of these things, but there are a lot of cool things to see in Austin. First of all, the areas you want to see, definitely got to hang out downtown. Like we said, 6th Street is the main place to be, but it is pretty crazy. Like That's where all the action is. No, like too much action. It was kind of crazy. I don't even think we wanted to really hang out on this on the street and like stuff. It was like too much. Yeah, we went to some bars there, but then we were like, okay, let's leave. Yeah. And then another cool place was Rainy Street, which we went to on our first night. Mm-hmm. And a little classier, I would say, than Sixth sti- Street. But it's still pretty kind of busy. A lot mm-hmm. of bars. It's another cool place to hang out. I know your friend told you that that's the new cool spot. Yes. She was saying like Sixth Street is kind of party college kids and then Rainy Street is a little more professional and upscale fun. So We did eat over on East 6th Street, which is on the other side of the highway at one of our restaurants. And that area looked kind of cool too, kind of similar to Rainy Street. There was like a few other bars and stuff over there. Mm -hmm. So that might be another place to check out. And that's a really well-known restaurant that we'll get to. The last place 
that we would suggest going to check out for sure. And this is more of a daytime area is South Congress, the SoCo district. And we made the mistake of going there after dinner one night. And that was definitely not the move. A lot of things were closed. It's known for the shopping and the restaurants. And those are open during the day. So we ended up going back the next day and really getting the full experience. I love the shopping on South Congress. They have a boot store that's very well-known, Allen Boots. Jordan tried them all on. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then, you know, his size 15 feet. Is it 14, 15? 15. The yeah. boots were 14. I did look like Magic Mike, I'll just say. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> to be debated. Um, the other stores I really liked there, they had like the Aloe Yoga there. They had, they had a Nike store, which I liked. Yeah, that was cool. Reformation. So, And with that being said, that was pretty much it for the chains. Like a lot of the other shops were like local. One off. Yeah. Like local shops. And that was one of the things that I liked about most of Austin is in all these areas that we talk about, I would say most of the restaurants, shops, whatever you have at coffee shops are local. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, was nothing really, cool. really seemed chain. It was original. Everything. And creative. Everything. Yeah, and we I, really liked and that. That was really cool. And then the hat store that we went into that I was like, I got to go there, even though I don't look good in hats, so I didn't buy one. It was, Jordan pronounce it, Montfrey. Oh, Montfrey. Montfrey. So that was really cool to see. And if you look good in hats, you can kind of make your own custom hat. You pick what goes around the rim and if you want feathers or pins or whatever. And that's just kind of a cool uh, keepsake there. That was a cool little store. Again, I I have a couple hats that I don't even wear. So I was just like, nah, that's not really for me. But it was cool to see. They had a coffee shop inside there too. Mm-hmm. Again, local coffee, local cafe. It was, it was really cool to see that everywhere. I think their claim to fame was like smallest coffee shop on the on SoCo, oh, wow. which I didn't is South Congress. A few things that we didn't do ourselves, but we had them on our list if we had time, which we did not have time. One being the Texas State Capitol building. Austin is the capital of Texas. Mm-hmm. So that would have been a really cool. I know they have like tours going on where you can, you know, tour the whole Capitol building. But mm-hmm. if we, that's your thing, definitely do it. We just didn't have time. Wow. It looked beautiful from the exterior, though. Yeah, we did see it from down Congress, like driving up Congress. You can see it. And it's kind of cool. But didn't have the chance to make it over there. Mm-hmm. There's also some museums like the Texas State History Museum, the Bullock Texas State History Museum. Yes. And something cool about that museum is that it, it has like three themed exhibits and they kind of break it up into three different sections of the history of Texas, including land, identity, and opportunity. So again, if you're into history museums, that would be something that you should check out. If you're into weird, and Austin is weird, mm-hmm, the keep slogan Austin is weird. keep Austin weird. There is also a museum of the weird, which is one of the last standing dime museums in the world. And so it's a really like kind of old fashioned, weird museum. And Super weird. <laughs> Can we say it anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we didn't go, but it no, looked weird but, just from the photos. But I think it'd also kind of be cool just to like the nostalgia of it too. It would be kind of be cool. Mm-hmm. Next time. So I think we'll be back. I could barely get Jordan to leave, honestly. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to to move down there. (laughs) You know, I was like, wait, you want to move to Texas? I'm so confused. (laughs) Next, let's talk about what to do in Austin. We did a couple different things that were very memorable. Yeah, memorable for sure. Lovely, relaxing, amazing, all the above. I want to start with the highlight of the trip. 
Hmm. Goat yoga. <laughs> Goya? Is it called Goga? Goga? So that was quite the experience. And Basically, imagine a yoga class, right? The most zen place possible with crazy baby goats running everywhere and jumping on your back when you're in downward dog. That That's what it was. And it was fun because I planned this trip. Jordan helped me plan this trip. And the couple that we went with, they were so chill. They were just like, yeah, whatever you guys want to do, like, just let us know like how much. And we're just, you know, going with the flow. So it was funny. Jordan's was like, it was his teammate from the University of Michigan basketball team. So he's like, I want to surprise them with the goat yoga. Like, don't tell them. So we didn't tell them. We just told them, hey, bring some athletic wear clothing. And they had no idea what was going to happen. But it was hilarious seeing these big, like, his friend's 6'10". John's 6'10", right? Yeah. And Jordan's 6'8". So seeing these big guys with these baby goats, it was just Well, not only priceless. that, we were the only guys in the whole class. I didn't even notice that. I don't, there were no other guys. It was us. And then like all women and goats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and loved me though. They did love Jordan. All the goats like at one point jumped on him, but then he saw someone actually got pooped on in the class. <laughs> so then he was like, I don't want the goats on me. Like, get him away. Um, like, yeah. He was I was scared. like, I got enough photos. I'm good. I don't want that. Yeah. So. It was a blast, but they're like, you know, you can get some really fun photos and they had two baby goats. They were just a few months old or something. And they were so cute. Yeah, I, they were twins. And they wear dresses. That was Tinkerbell. Or little outfits. Tinkerbell had the dress. <laughs> Tinkerbell, yes. Hilarious. <laughs> the one thing about that is the goat yoga was a little outside of the city. So be prepared to drive. I think it was 25 minutes to this outdoor shopping center. And that's where the goat yoga was. But besides that, it was it super was memorable. It. it was definitely worth it. Yes. Moving on to one of our favorites probably was Mount Bunnell. I mean, they were all kind of our favorites, but Mount Bunnell was really beautiful. We were all ambitious enough to wake up our last morning really early. and 6 a.m. Yeah. We were out at 6.30, stopped and grabbed some donuts from, we'll tell you where, later. And we headed to Mount Bunnell to watch the sunrise from there. And, it, and to be fair... It's probably better to watch sunset there, but it's also going to be really busy. Be- mm-hmm. But it was just really nice to be out there before kind of anybody was awake. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was us. And then I think I saw like five other people. So it was, I mean, not packed at all. We had a really great view. We were able to hike. It was amazing. Definitely recommend sunrise or sunset. It was our last day too before we hopped on a flight. Mm-hmm. It was a, kind of the perfect way to appreciate the trip and just the houses and you kind of go up through a neighborhood. The houses were stunning. We yeah. were picking our houses, looking them up on Zillow. Yeah, so from us. the top of Mount Bunnell, you can see all these beautiful houses along the Colorado River, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But it was it was definitely worth the trip. The next one is actually one of my favorites, which was another like outdoor thing we did. We went to the Barton Springs pool. So there's the Barton Spring which is like this natural spring. It feeds into the Colorado River. And there's this section of it that they have turned into a pool. If you imagine a river, but then they turn like a section into a pool, it's huge. I don't think that the word pool does this justice. This is three acres of spring-fed water in the middle of the town, like in the middle of Austin. And the water 
was amazing and so refreshing. 68 degrees to 70 degrees year round. It was just lovely. It was like, what is this, Austin? Like, I didn't even know. I don't know of another city that has something like that, like right in the center of town. It's huge. I mean, and then what was nice is there's like this grassy hill on the side of it. And you just take your towels and you lay out on that grassy hill, get some sun. And then when you get warm, you go jump in the cool water. But I've never seen anything like this. A section of a river just turned into a pool. Like the sides are cement. They say like eight feet. It's really cool. And it was a perfect way after we went out to the bars on Saturday to recharge and regenerate. Mm -hmm. The other place that we want to mention is Lady Bird Lake. I found a lot of experiences like paddle boarding and kayaking experiences that you could book on Ladybird Lake. We actually opted not to just because we were like, okay, the rooftop pool and Barton Springs pool is enough water activity for the weekend. <laughs> if I went back, I definitely would do that, do one of those experiences. And also like we saw while we were there, there were a lot of people that were paddleboarding and kayaking and stuff up and down the river in mm-hmm. the middle of the city. Yeah. So like that's an option too if you want to look into that. Very active city, I will say. The people are really active. Even when we talked about that like Riverwalk area, it was packed. I said, I've never seen so many people on a walking path. Right. And that's the next thing that we suggest you do is go down to that Riverwalk. Um, A good way to access it is right behind the Line Hotel. And you can walk up and down this path down the river. You can go for a run. You can go for a walk. Have your morning coffee. Yeah. It was. That's what we did. It was great. But keep in mind, it is busy. There are a lot of people out there running. It's a very active city. Mm -hmm. You got to work off all that barbecue, I guess. Man, did we? Mm -hmm. Last but not least is, is the Weston rooftop pool, which we talked about. It was one of the draws for us to stay there. But it was a little underwhelming, I would say. The pool, like the rooftop is really large, but the pool only takes up not even half of the rooftop. It's not really for the pool. It's meant to be like a little like loungy experience. So they have cabanas and day beds and you can rent them and they're half rate if you stay in the hotel. And it's on the 20th floor, which is cool. So you can see a lot of Austin, a lot Mm -hmm. of downtown and they have a bar up there and a DJ. The view is probably the best part. Yeah. And I mean, it's a vibe. If you want to like some, you know, light music and maybe rent a cabana for a day, you got a day to relax. I would do that if we had a day to relax, but we didn't really have that. Let's move on to my two favorite areas, which is food and drink. You could just go to Austin just for the food. It's worth it. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, I was like, man, this is crazy. We ate so much food, so much variety, Mm -hmm. and it was all just delicious. Let's start with night one. Where did we go? Night one, we went to Emmer and Rye, Mm -hmm. and we mentioned that was on Rainy Street. And We didn't know our friend John was a food connoisseur. Yeah. He's a food, I mean, like full on. He's He's like like, knows all the words, like the words that people don't know, he knows them. (laughs) He's telling us all about the food and we were picking our favorites and telling our reasons why at the end of every meal. It was a blast. So we sit down for this dinner at Emmer and Rye and they give you a menu and they say, here, you can order your things or you can do this tasting menu, which is $75 per person at the table. And everybody has to agree. And what they do is they just, if you choose to do that, which we did, mm-hmm. they just bring you like six courses and like you don't know what you're getting. Really delicious. Highly recommend that restaurant. It was probably my favorite restaurant 
that we went to the whole time. The food was amazing. Mm -hmm. And it was all locally sourced. And it was stuff that honestly we would never have eaten. We ate beef tartare twice on this trip. Yes. And I'm just scarred from seeing the beef tartare in France when we lived there. This was not the same. This was way different. It was very good. I was surprised. When we woke up the next morning, we went to get breakfast tacos and juice at the Veracruz All Natural, which we mentioned earlier. It's located in the Line Hotel. Delicious. Oh, my gosh. So good. But they're small. I will, I will warn you. Yeah, we got and one. And there's a weight. Yeah. yeah. We got one, Jordan and I, and then uh, Christina also got one. And John was a smart one. He got four of them. We're like, <laughs> well, okay, I how guess, did you know? If you can consider it smart because he ended up carrying that taco around in his pocket, <laughs> <laughs> one of the tacos, <laughs> and then didn't eat it. So he was kind of like on the other end of the spectrum. I wish I had ordered two, but... You know, one in the juice was plenty and the juice was very good, too. And obviously you see in the name, it's all natural. So it's it's very good. And there's a cool story behind the restaurant, right? I think it's sisters. Maybe they're they're from Mexico. Sisters that started it and now they have a bunch of different locations. It started as a food truck and yes. now they have like they're in the line. hotel. Yeah, they're in the line hotel. So that's really cool. And don't like shy away at the fact that it was a food truck because in Austin food trucks are it like they are everywhere and like a lot of times they are better than restaurants 100% they love their food trucks in Austin which was cool and that's one of the things that if we did go back I'd probably want to try more food trucks yes same there's also a full area that's dedicated to just the food trucks that we didn't really have a chance to go to I think I've seen a few there was the one on Rainy Street that they went to but I feel like we saw another one too yeah, but delicious. It's, it's, a, it's a whole like culture there. Food trucks are everything. Another great restaurant that we went to for dinner. And I don't know. I really like this one too. And we did we do a tasting? No, we selected our dishes here. We did, but it was, it was family style, remember? Mm-hmm. And our server the night before, Emma and Rye, was like, we already had this on our itinerary. Of course, because I did the itinerary and I pick great places. But he was like, oh, this is the sexiest restaurant in Austin. And we're like, oh, good. We're going there tomorrow. So that is Commodore. Sit on the patio at Commodore for it sure. It was pretty sexy. It was. It really it was a sexy night. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Loved it. The food is family style, quote unquote. So you kind of share every dish. So everybody kind of picks what they want to try. So that was fun. And the reason we're laughing about that is because we were with two big guys and we ordered a dish and I think there was like maybe a spoonful for each of us. It was so small. and <laughs> There was supposed to be like a, a tortilla chip and avocado dish. And it was li- literally one tortilla chip with uh, guacamole on it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the size of the portion. And the funny part was she sets this one chip down and says, this is family style, so you can cut it up and share it. And we just all kind of looked at each other like, how the hell are we supposed to cut this up? <laughs> that was funny. So we went to Barton Spring Pools the next day. And after that, we were starving. So then we went to Terry Black's. And that is like the number one barbecue place in Austin for sure. I will say that if you're going to go to Terry Black's, make sure you got like a gap in your schedule after because you will be ready for a nap. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I was like dead to the world after we ate there. Their mac and cheese. Okay. So the barbecue is great, right? But like that's not what I'm there for. I'm there for the sides. These sides were ridiculous. The mac and cheese was the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. And I've ate a lot of mac and cheese. Ever in your life. It was delicious. 
to die for. And something that we talked about that we really enjoyed was like the process and seeing like the quality of the meats and the sides, like everything was perfect. And they like were able to manage such a long line of people and customers so quickly. I mean, you have no idea. Like this line was crazy. And it was like they had a system in place. I think they must have had like at least three people working on every specific dish. Like you three people do coleslaw today. Like that's how it was like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, the engineer is really. <laughs> I was impressed. I was impressed. I was impressed, but I was more impressed by the beef rib. That was that was amazing. It beef was rib at Terry Black's. You got to do it. The mac and cheese, and honestly, the banana pudding was also to die for. So those are my top suggestions there. Yeah, I mean, the peach cobbler was really good, but very very like, I don't know, and sweet. And it was like, and sticky I, it took like two servings to finish that. The beef rib, um, the potato salad was really good. You know, I love potato salad and just get everything. We got a little bit of everything. And we ordered way too much food. It's it. It ended up costing us like each like a hundred dollars for our trays. Like each couple had a tray and each tray was like a hundred dollars. So they're making bank. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot of food, but it wasn't that much, but it was, it was worth it. Just Mm -hmm. at least once to do it. Another dinner spot we went to was Suerte. And it was a Mexican restaurant. Some say the best Mexican, authentic Mexican food in Austin. I'm going to give it like maybe a 7 out of 10. Wow. I liked it. I didn't love it though. What about you? I love the Choco Taco. That, oh, I forgot about that. Okay, that's what really, you know, maybe I'll give it an eight just because of that dessert taco. It was delicious. It Everything had, else was, eh, but talk the chocolate the taco, taco was. What did it have in it? It had like a chocolate, um, the shell was chocolate. And then it had, what was the ice cream? Cinnamon ice cream. Cinnamon ice cream. And then peanut. With peanut butter lined on the inside of the shell. And chocolate on the like the top with peanuts in the chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Like that doesn't do it justice. The explanation doesn't do it justice is we all agreed at the table. That was probably one of the best desserts we've ever had. All of us felt that way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely delicious. But the dinner itself, it was good. Some of it kind of missed the mark a little bit, but it was very good. It was a good little ambiance and, you know, it was cool. It wasn't, but Mm -hmm. again, it was, it was, I guess, when you're comparing it to Emma and Ryan Commodore, it's like hard to stack up, right? Yeah. The next day, we spent the afternoon in the SoCo district. We had lunch at a seafood restaurant. I got a burger there. It was to die for. And the restaurant is called Perla. Highly recommend that as well. It's great to sit on the patio. Awesome food. Jordan, you had a fish sandwich. Yeah. But what was interesting is the guy said, hey, we're a seafood restaurant, but people come here just for the burger. The patio, that was my favorite, though. Yeah, it was delicious. patio was like just a vibe. I don't know how to describe it. It was just really nice. Mm -hmm. And then next to Perla was Joe's Coffee that we got. What was that drink called there that we got? They're like known for a bomber. I think it's called a bomber. Yeah, bomber or something. Really delicious. Highly recommend. They have that I love you sign. It's Uh, like a little spray paint on a wall that people love. You posted a photo of that, huh? I did post a photo of that on my Instagram. I felt like it was just, you know, necessary. How did how to do? It was pretty good. Okay. I liked it. It was pretty cheesy, pretty good. Just how I like it. One of my favorite spots we went to because I mean, I love donuts. 
I mean, who doesn't? You love custard donuts and cream filled. And Boston all cream that is a great stuff. donut. John said the same thing. Did you hear him? He said he didn't like cream. He want. He said, "Well, I want, where's the custard?" Hmm. Okay. Yeah, those but, are really good. What donut did you have? We went to Voodoo Donuts first of all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's my my donut sounds terrible. It's called dirt. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it sounds great. Before you judge it, it is just a plain donut, right? Donut ring with Oreo sprinkled all over it. Mm-hmm. How and can you go wrong with that? I had an apple fritter and it was classic and perfect. No, that was boring. You should have seen what was in his case and she got an apple fritter. I get glazed donuts and apple fritters. That's my thing. And, so and cinnamon rolls. That's my basic ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our friends went to Velvet Taco. Which I had been in Houston before. And people say, yeah, white people love it is what our <laughs> our bartender no, one saying. night said. Yeah, uh, How's Velvet that's Taco? We asked. white people tacos. Yeah. But, <laughs> but they delicious. said it was good. You had them. They were delicious? Yes. Okay. So they're good. So check it out. I don't know. I didn't have them. I've never had them before. I'm the only one in the group. But they said it was great. Mm-hmm. So one thing that stood out to me was late night after the bar, the food truck next to the Westin is a halal chicken, like, Euro food spot. <laughs> Fire. Mm-hmm. Fire. Let's talk about those bars. Last category. We're going to tell you where to drink. And Austin is known for their speakeasy bar scene. It seemed like they were known for their party scene when we were there. It was crazy. Yeah. And and it's almost the number one reason I suggest you go to the speakeasies because otherwise it's madness. Madness, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely madness. So the first night on Rainy Street, we went to Half Step, which is a bar kind of lounge area it's a bar they just had a big like courtyard and the draw what for us was they had um bags bags the game and you know we're midwesterners we love that what's the real name cornhole so we were drinking and playing cornhole it was chill it was a good vibe Mm -hmm. really fun a lot of bachelor bachelorette parties there though there looked like a lot of other bars around that too that's why we say rainy street is probably a good move because it was pretty busy on that street Mm-hmm. And then the next night we did the speakeasy scene. And I, I don't have like enough good things to say about the speakeasy scene in Austin. Well, yeah, you got to keep in mind, like we made our bookings like for our reservations for these speakeasies when they opened up, which a is month one, in one month before they we got there. Like and we were watching the schedule for when the dates open up. Be on top of it because it's tough. Yeah, like I had a girlfriend who lived in Austin that told me like, you need to book these things now, all your restaurants, everything. And I'm so happy she said that because I know we booked like the first day it was open um, on one of the bars speakeasy schedules and there was only one spot left. So I don't know if it's just, you know, COVID times or what. Restaurants too. Like if you're like, if you want to go to a nice restaurant like Emmer and Rye or Commodore especially, or any of these speakeasies we're about to tell you about. Book them early. You can't book early enough. So they usually open up one month ahead of time, and that's when you should book. So our three speakeasy picks, these were all amazing. Yeah, we did We did the damn thing. We really did. After we got back from the speakeasies, I was like, damn, I'm good at planning trips. <sighs> like, I, I, I picked the perfect ones. I really think so. We started at the garage bar. We then went to here nor there. And we finished the night at Midnight Cowboy. What was your favorite? Here nor there. Easily. 100%. That, that, 
that was that one was cool. I feel like I'm not even supposed to like tell our audience about this. Speak easily about it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's start with Garage Bar. So it's literally in a garage. The cool thing is it's right next to Commodore. You take ten steps and you're at Garage Bar. Mm -hmm. Um, it was cool it was a little bit just and chill it's in a parking garage people are parking their cars and like you're underneath in a bar it's very moody it's like a lower kind of energy chill mm-hmm. it, it was, was cool, cool to start the night yeah it's a perfect place to start the night off then we went to my favorite here nor there and the cool part about this is to get into here nor there you have to download an app to make the reservation. So then you make you request a reservation actually. And I did that like a month ahead of time. And then they will either confirm or deny your reservation and then they will give you how to get in. They give you the code the day of. So yes. they changed this code. One thing I will say about all of these places, we went from Commodore to Garage Bar to Here Nor There to Midnight Cowboy and we walked that all night. So mm-hmm. it was like all within like two or three blocks. And that was another reason staying at the Westin was so clutch because we were able to just walk home after. Yeah, exactly. And then here nor there was cool. We got a cool video of you putting the code in and opening the gate. And yeah, it was just like, I'll put those on our Instagram at On Arrival Travel. Super cool and just an amazing experience. Really unique drinks. It was my favorite drink of the night. I had the salt and spicy salt. What was it called? I don't remember sea what it was salt called. Something. I don't know. It was delicious. You should have wrote it down. I'll put it in the show notes if It'll I probably find be it. different by the time the, our listeners go. It was unique from the moment that we like read the menu because you had to use a, like a, they give you a little light. Like, like a, a black blue, light. Like, they give you a black light to, just to read the menu. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Just for, you kind of like in awe from the start. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it, loved it. And then Midnight Cowboy I believe Drake's been there. So that was like an easy choice for me. The coolest part of this one was it's right on 6th Street. And it's literal chaos at this point. Like it's 1145 is our reservation. The street is in chaos. Police and people going Mm -hmm. crazy. Not people on drugs for sure. Yeah, there were. And there's this door. It has no markings. We couldn't find it at first. And there's a buzzer on the door, like an apartment buzzer. You know, it lists all the names. And it tells you the name to buzz to get in and then this guy like opens like the screen like you see in a movie and he's like he scared jordan he's like i'll have to post that too <laughs> oh you got that yeah he's like do you have a reservation and we're like yeah he's like what's your name and then he closes the door yeah and then he comes back he's like okay we're ready for you and then he like lets you inside it was it was kind of sick and then all the chaos disappears and you're in this quiet like, speakeasy it was amazing and we really became friends with our bartender he's the one that told us that velvet tacos white people tacos he was hilarious yeah he recommended all the drinks for us and we had a shot with him it just got a little crazy and the other bartender was from michigan so that was interesting mm-hmm. perfect place to end the night and then we walked home had halal from this food truck yeah. and that was a wrap and what was really confirming about how well we planned this trip was telling our bartender that night, we went here, we went here, here, here. And he was like, oh yeah, you guys really did a good job. Like you did the right thing. Yeah. I know. I always got nervous. We had that conversation with a few people and they were like, oh, you got to go here, here. I'm like, oh, good. Made me really happy when we had reservations there. Another speakeasy, I, I think Jordan wants to mention, he really wanted to go there. So... The last thing I will say about the speakeasies is there's one that we didn't get to go to. 
We didn't like fully try, but but you, there's others as well. Like we just went to the top three we yeah, wanted. There's to like go a to. there's probably a dozen at least. Mm-hmm. This one is probably the original. I think it's like really famous, but you can't really make a reservation. You have to basically be invited. You have to make friends with basically uh, what ends up in happening. The service industry. Yeah, like a bartender will be like, "Oh, I like you. Like here's this place. Here's like this the password to get in tonight." It was funny because it was right near the West End and we drove past it like on our last day. And I was like, oh, that's it. It's called Floppy Disk Repair Company. Mm-hmm. So all these are kind of like incognito, you know, like you don't really know what you're getting yourself into hush, until hush. you go down the alley or type in the code. It's just a really unique experience. If you're in Austin, you got to do it. So, yeah. And so that was our five reasons that you have to go to Austin right now. If you have any questions about what we did or you need some recommendations, don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram at on arrival travel. Mm-hmm. We'll be sure to help you out. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening and go to Austin. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of on arrival. We've had so much fun recording these episodes and sharing them with you every week. If you like this episode, share it with somebody and don't forget to subscribe to our show on arrival podcast on all podcast platforms. We would really appreciate it if you would write us a positive review wherever you choose to listen. And look for us on social media at On Arrival Travel on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're looking for more episodes, you can always head over to onarrival.com.